you, my lady. Yes. Unicorn. And exactly. then, I've been wanting to interview you for the longest. Okay. They just make I am freaking happy that I finally caught up with this one. Let's I know I'm the worst. I am the worst. I know. I always got so much going on. Okay, we're gonna get my light right here in a second. We we, okay. we we see that from, from your show and, and, and everything and me doing the research. Miss Lady, you are a business onto yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean somebody gotta do it, you know. So Oh my god. I just I just try to stay busy, that's all. I just get yeah. bored really easily. So I gotta I gotta have a lot of things going on, I'm, a lot of projects. I'm like that too. I need something to chase. Cause even when I retire from yeah. porn. This way, I decided to chase the podcast. And um, well, it seems like you're doing good. I see your numbers have been rising and stuff. So you're doing your shit. What, what well, you making me blush? You making me blush? Stop, stop. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> from the ABN, Urban X, Pod Mommy nominated. You know what I'm saying? You know, I call y'all Pod. That was that was actually a shock for me. I didn't. I had no clue that I was even nominated. For the AVN, because I got nominated for AVN in January. Um, mm. I didn't win that one. I lost that to Club Talk. You know, congratulations to them. And I got the Urban X Award, though. So that, that was cool, too. And both of them were kind of... I was like, what? Really? What the hell? So it's telling me at least... And they're fan picks. So at least it's telling me that I'm doing something right because my fans like it. So it's always nice. Yeah, because... Um, yeah. How long you been? How long you had the podcast? I started, so I started the podcast the February before COVID hit. So I was already like thinking about it and then COVID hit. And actually I had started a, another podcast right before it. It was called The Rabbit and the Bear. And my mm -hmm. co-host was Big Baby Davis from the Boston Celtics. And it was supposed to be a retired ball player and a retired hooker. Ooh. And um, we were going to be kind of like the the Michael and Kelly of like adult like you know of raunchiness and uh, yeah yeah he had, yeah, he had yeah some personal stuff going on and uh his girlfriend got a little jealous even though there was literally nothing going on this is like my brother um I mean, literally nothing I mean, going on I mean, it, it, it no surprise she got jealous i mean look at your boo she probably like you look like one of the girls that he probably would tap that an nba player would tap boo that they just I mean, yeah, but you know, you know, just because I look a certain type of way doesn't mean I want to fuck everybody. Like everyone's like, oh, they have to be fucking. I'm like, why? I don't. Yeah, I don't want to fuck him. Like I have to have to say so too. Like that's like my brother. That man, he knows my whole family. Yeah. You know, like his mom knows my mom. Like we've been friends for a while. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just because you see somebody does not mean I'm fucking them immediately. Everyone assumes if I'm around anybody, especially an ethnic. Mm. Anybody black, Hispanic, anything, they're like, oh, they're tapping that. I'm like, you know, I have, I have to let them do it. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't be friends just because I got a fat ass, pretty face, and big titties. I can't be friends with these motherfuckers. And, with, and I think what happens is a lot of times, like, I do have a lot of friends that are like athletes in the adult industry and stuff, but that's because I was raised with brothers. So, like, mm -hmm. I didn't even start really wearing makeup until I was in my late 20s. I'm 37. So, mm -hmm. I didn't even start wearing makeup until I was, like, almost in my 30s. Um, mm -hmm. And I've always been just kind of more of a tomboy. Like, I ride dirt bikes. I like to get dirty. But I know how to get dressed, too. But for the most part, like, my hair is in a bun. I'm on a grill. And we in the backyard, you know, drinking and, and bullshitting. So, I think they just like the home, like, the homie side of it. You know, mm -hmm. like, that's really just the homie. And because people see me online and they over-sexualize me, they just see me as, like, this big, big titty, big booty blonde bimbo. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize, like, I'm really the homie, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, see, that's I what I like about, 
our podcast, especially when I see more of us dude podcasts, it shows people we are normal. We just so happen to fuck for a living. That's it. We're no, we're no different than the rest of you motherfuckers. We have kids. Right, like, we have jobs. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is most of the people who are square, they're way kinkier than we are. Like, they're shoving fucking apples up their ass. And you're like, what? <laughs> I've never said that apple in ass. <laughs> and they're like the weirdest people. Like, half of them have like little fuck communities in their neighborhoods and they're super quiet about it. And yeah. I'm like, why am I the weirdo? You're. You I'm know, saying, I don't know. you got them, yeah. You up here judging her, you having gang bangs. It, it for, yeah, not outside, just yeah, it's wild, but you know, I'm really just one of the homies. I'm really just I'm I'm a really chill chick. And uh I think like once once people, even if they have money or they're athlete, or whatever, they just they're like, oh man, like it's Riley. Oh man, that's just a homegirl, like because I know that's just me. I'm always high. I'm surprised I'm not high now, so. Well, <laughs> with that being said, people, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Ha ha. And you know who hey, I am. Hey, so you like I'm that injury? <laughs> and y'all know who I am. Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Let me tell you about these four sponsors of ours. First one being the Facebook of the Ellis community. LSworld.com. Next up, the House of Dope Magazine in the game, AriseSizzleMagazine.com. And the new home of the premium smoke room. And for you content creators, 90% profit, no hashtag issues. You can put up wherever you want. You ain't got to worry about getting bumped off. And for you consumers, a new place to consume your triple X content. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. Last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated. We're talking about voiceover with smut, and they even have virtual reality. Go ahead and get a subscription at BlushErotica.com. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to ShopGWDistrict.com and support some black businesses and buy something, why don't you? Also, check me out five days out the week in the morning at FullSwapRadio.com. Also, check me out on the SkyHawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Now, I'm going to sit back and let this gorgeous pod mommy Porn star, big booty influencer, you know what I'm saying? Sex symbol, internationally known, internationally known. Introduce her sexy ass. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm Riley Rabbit. Nice to meet everybody. I'm the host of Down the Rabbit Hole TV. Um, I mean, I think you said it. Most of it, the mouth, that was a mouthful. I am, I'm a retired sex worker, and uh, now I just interview girls. My show is basically what he said. It's just getting, letting people know, people in my industry, um, for who they really are instead of just for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from, I came from like back page and walking the blade type stuff. So there was definitely some girls I met along the way that had some stories. And then as I got more into the higher end stuff and, and into mm-hmm. modeling and things like that, I really mm-hmm. started meeting people that I realized were just normal people who had kinks and lifestyles and stuff and going on. And I realized like, we're, you know, I just wanted to normalize my industry and give, give a mm-hmm. platform where people felt unjudged for whatever it was that they were. And, and just realizing no matter where you came from or where you're going, mm-hmm. we've all been through some bullshit and we're just going to go down <laughs> the rabbit hole together and, and figure it out. We just try to figure it out, you know, try to get, yeah, get yeah, some people and get some so now with that being said let's go back in the time machine the smokers know how we do this 
what got you into sex? I know I wish I could smoke, but I am in my friend's house right now, and that, that would have to cuddle smoke. Yeah. Well, just know you can smoke on the smokers now. Right now. I'm in England right now, so <laughs> you don't. Oh my it's god! Like we gonna talk about that too because I'm Jersey because like I've been wanting to go to England forever. So now, what got you into the business to begin with? What got you into sex work? So my first little taste of the, and one, I'm a, just so, so I've said this on other shows or whatever, my show, myself. But so I come from a very urban neighborhood. I come from I come from Southeast San Diego. Southeast mm-hmm. San Diego. Um, people assume that San Diego. Oh, it's sunny San Diego, but every metro area has a hood. And yeah. um. We, we, I think we've been on gangland twice. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't a good neighbor. I was the only white kid, white family, stuff like that. But the gang was always around, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone I knew was a, was either a hustler, or a scammer, um, an athlete because they were trying to get out the hood, or they was a hoe or a pimp, you know. So it was always kind of around me. Um, I've always had a very um, open-minded family. My family's always been very modern. I wouldn't say that they're best. I'm not going to say like they were like, oh, yes go be a hooker but um they definitely were like hey you're a grown woman i was paying my own bills i have out of 401k i was working at a, a corporate sales company i was doing like retail corporate sales type stuff mm-hmm. um i won't go into like what company it was but i honestly just got fucking tired of the corporate america like mm-hmm. I, I just didn't I, I went to school i was doing everything right i was you know working on the white picket fence and I'm just like, I, I just, I realized it just wasn't who I was. And I, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm working every fucking day to make somebody else rich. And I can't even take my nephew's fucking uh, birthday off to go spend the night, ne- you know, because mm-hmm. I was working 40, 40, 50, 60 hour weeks sometimes, meetings yeah. here, meetings there. Yes. And I was, I was doing well. I was, you know, I was in my mid 20s and I was already making like 90K a year in commissions. Um, and at that time, that was a lot. Like, I said, I'm 37, so 10, 15 yeah. years ago, 90K, that was a decent was a lot. That was a lot of money, for real. That's, that's more than what my grown-ups make, you know? And mm-hmm. I was doing that in my mid-20s. So I had to find something that um, met that same type of income uh, mm-hmm. cap type shit and how to just keep growing. So mm-hmm. I had some friends, some girlfriends I grew up with that were dancers that worked at the bunny ranch that had walked, you know, walked the blade. It was back page mm-hmm. ad girls. Um, I had a background in massage therapy because I've always been very holistic and about energy and things like mm-hmm. that. So even though I did corporate stuff, my soul was always into yeah. therapy. Yeah. So, and healing as a whole. And I really do believe that like uh, your sexuality is, is should be a healing tool. And that there's levels to it that if you can tap into it, it's you know there's just different stuff that you can yeah. that you can really get into. Not all about just getting rammed, you know. There's yeah. And I, you know, I just I I never thought there was really anything wrong with it. I'm like, yeah, it's my body, my pussy. I'm fucking like, if I want to charge somebody for it, why is anyone's business? So mm-hmm. I just I started first with the massage therapy thing, and then. You know, when you're used to making ninety thousand dollars a year and you're trying to get get by on just a massage therapist thing, uh, those bills start adding up. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck it. And so I uh, reached out to some friends to help me kind of get in the industry, and then it was just mm-hmm. kind of took off, off from there. there. So, shoot, <laughs> yeah. so, so at the time, so of course you wasn't thinking about doing porn at that time. Um, well, I mean, technically, I guess uh, so. I have to clear that up a little bit because I don't technically do porn. Um, to me. So porn, mm-hmm. porn is really specific to, uh, I guess I do light, light, mm-hmm. soft core porn, I guess, technically, but 
porn for me is like, yo, you go to a scene, you go to a set, they hire mm -hmm. you, there's cameras in your face, you do porn. Mm -hmm. um, I don't do full boy-girl porn. I just recently mm -hmm. started adding like oral to my OnlyFans. So I'm really more of like OnlyFans creator. I was a sex worker because I was an escort for years mm -hmm. and I was a stripper and I did OnlyFans. Um, but you can't really find no videos of me getting yeah. fucked online. Because, because you be told, even back then, even back then when you were doing escorting, if girls did porn, it was for the escorting. To boost the escorting money and clientele for the most part. I never um, did porn. I, it was never my lane. I, mm -hmm. I was really, uh, I was an escort. I, mm -hmm. Most of the stuff that I did was, um, I started building my brand through social media because um, I started modeling with this company called Gold Dimes out mm -hmm. of Atlanta. And they were an up and coming business. Um, you know, he's over a million followers now. He deals with every major big booty fire bitch in the industry has worked with him. But I was working with him before he got big. And we kind of, you know, helped each other blow up and he's helped mm -hmm. a couple girls blow up. So, um, but yeah, I was never, I never got a porn. I've, I was always into like raunchy content, but I've, mm -hmm. I never was like getting so, so, so wait a second. So you was around in the game. When the game died for a minute, when Backpage went away. <laughs> I was, I was. Woo, boy, it was so many girls. I was around the then. Like I've been, I've been in the adult industry for 10 years now. Mm -hmm. So, when I started, Backpage was everything, you know, like yeah, that's what actually. I did. Yeah, I was a Backpage girl, back, definitely. And I was and I was on a lot of the review sites. There's a lot of like um, major like reviews. Four, they call four, one, one, and, and uh, P401, ECPIE, yeah. yeah. all those. Things. I was a re review board girl, you know, I was on all the boards. So um, that's kind of what built my popularity on social media because I learned mm -hmm. how to brand myself through the review boards. Mm -hmm. And I realized that social media was the next kind of, you know, if I had all those things, it was easy to verify me. And like people mm -hmm. would pay me more, the bigger that I was on social media, the more they would pay yeah. me. So I just learned how to do that. And that's kind of what my, my lane was. Um, yeah, I never really wanted to do porn. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, honestly, it's, it's not everybody's meant to do it. Just like I talk about with some of the IG models, some of them, they have a boy girl scene up there, but it's more so, just to have a boy girl seen up there just to have shock value on their shit to make a little bit of yeah. money to make a little money but they don't do porn fully these probably do yeah and i and i recently i just started adding boys oh, i want to say boys mm -hmm. i i just started adding a man to my um to my content recently i've always no i don't knock nobody for it. they can do what they want right i i've done a lot of like girl girl so that's why i say soft yeah softcore because I do yeah. a lot of solo content toys stuff girl girl stuff but I just started adding the male in, um side to it like within the last couple months um well, be honest with you the girls now in porn is moving like IG models anyway you know what I'm saying because yeah like there's like this uh ex-NBA or NBA player or something like his wife even got all of that like yeah I think people just figured out how to make some extra dough it was kind of just like uber you know like all, you know, only a few people was driving Uber in the beginning, and now people got careers doing it. You know, it's just accessible, and um, the more that they try to keep within the house, the easier it is to make content to keep people in the house. So people want to. It just blew up at that time, especially with COVID. I think COVID really yeah. pushed it because everyone was locked up. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like so with you because you you was the, the, the working girl or what have you. Um, how did okay? Did you ever work on the East Coast? Or did you just put some yeah. West Coast? You were the East Coast too? No, no, no. I actually really 
barely work the West Coast. The money is always better on the East than the South. I'm a big girl. I'm a full body girl. Like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you went to New York and in NY. I know NY was a good spot. Yeah, I've probably been in every state you could think of. I'm probably you probably been in North Carolina. I probably you know what I'm saying. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Okay, that's what the coaches' conference is every year. A little game for your followers. See, 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 people, um, and that you know that you don't pay down in North Carolina. Do you even know that coaches' conference there? The SEC conferences are there. They have a major basketball conference. There's uh, yeah. Charlotte is actually Charlotte between Charlotte and Raleigh. They have one of the biggest financial districts on the East Coast. People think oh, of yeah. New York, but most of them. I'm telling you, people sleep so. on North Carolina in that game. Because and it's a like everybody go to Charlotte to Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an Yeah, mm-hmm. it's You said what? I said they be missing out Raleigh Durham because it because everybody when girls come to work, they come to Charlotte. Very few of them come to they Raleigh. They do. Durham Raleigh was actually very yeah, Raleigh was really good because even though it's a college town, so people don't people are like, Oh, it's a college town, but you don't realize it takes corporate people to support a college because college is not what it used to be. Colleges mm-hmm. and prisons are, are, are private entities that are just making yeah. money off of people now. So with every, any major institute like that, you're going to have people around it that have to build and, and it's corporate people around it. So, yeah. I mean, the, there's just a bag there. And those that's a very good team. Um, yeah. Like, their basketball team kills it every year. Yeah. So they got money coming into that city. Yeah, um, yeah because when you yeah. think about it, you have Carolina, because you also got Chapel Hill, Durham, as well as Rock. And what people mm-hmm. don't know is everybody go to Raleigh to party. So it's yep. like, and you also and Durham has all the good food. <laughs> Durham has all the little clubs, lounges, and and the good food out there. They got like, I, they got like a blues um, club I used to go to out there because I really mm-hmm. like different types of music. Um, they have like blues and neo soul nights out there. Yeah, really good. I, yeah, there's some great artists that came through there. Oh um, I like I like being in the South. My family is from mm-hmm. Tennessee. Even though I was raised in California, my mom's from California. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's side of her family's from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I got family in Charlotte. I got family in Knoxville. Um, it's just yeah, I'm 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 like a country girl way, raised on the West Coast. That's all. That's what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> so through your travels and and your experience with escorting, you you decided to move into the podcasting realm. Um, I did, yeah. And stuff. So what made you decide to go with podcasting? I've always been a talker. I mean, as you can tell, I'm pretty, I'm pretty outspoken. Um, I I have this, I just realized that I have this really, uh, it's, it's a gift and a curse, to be honest. I, I realized I was just around people. And even if I didn't want them to talk to me, they just wanted to talk to me. And they would tell me like their deepest, darkest secrets sometimes within like five minutes of meeting them. And it could be, it could be literally like a six-year-old and they're telling me about crazy stuff. Or it could be a 90-year-old woman. It could be a, any race, any color, any anything. People just always felt very comfortable sharing um, that part of their life with me. And I don't, I never really understood why. And for a long time, I was like, this is so weird. Like, why do people tell me this shit? Like, I could be just, a, a prime example. Um, I think I was like in Arkansas, of all places. Mm-hmm. And this is recently. She said Arkansas. I just said, yeah. I was like, excuse me, like, I just, can I just grab the keys right there? Like, I'm in a grocery store. And before I know it, the lady's telling me about her damn son and how she's been like, I just, just saw everything. And I'm like, yo, I just wanted the cheese. Like, I don't know why you're telling me all this. But I realized that it was my gift is that people, for whatever reason, feel 
um, unjudged when they talk to me. Mm-hmm. And if that's just my gift in the world is that this, I feel like this poor lady just had nobody to talk to and she just needed to like let it out. And I was just there for that in that moment. And even though it was a little irritating, it was also like, I felt, I felt blessed. I felt like if I could be the person that brings somebody some happiness and just let them get some shit off their chest without feeling judged or, or feeling like you're weird, like you're weird for telling me this or I think that there's just people need that. I think that um, people are disconnected because of like as much as social media and our phones and technology have made us closer, yeah. I feel like people are more lonely now than they have ever been. And yeah. if that's my if that's my gift that was given to me through the heavens or through the universe is just like somebody felt comfortable for five minutes to yeah. just be their authentic self and say what whatever they needed to say. Then, then that's just that's just my get like that's just what we're gonna run with. So I was like, you know what? I, there's these people who need to get this shit out, and there's probably other people who feel exactly the same fucking way, mm-hmm. and they think that they're the only ones. So I just wanted to get I wanted to be there a platform where people could just say what the fuck they felt, mm-hmm. live in their truth, live in their authenticity, other authenticity, and and sit in a room and just chill like we're friends, like we're homies, mm-hmm. and and just. Let it out, you know, talk about it. Let me tell me, tell me everything. And they will, you know. <laughs> so, so now, so now that we know that, because I had this conversation with another podcaster, many podcasters, because I didn't even know with Spotify, my shit been flagged um a couple of times, or what have you. Cause I noticed like you, you have a lady show the boobies, you know, period. Also, I would you know saying but you said I do show them or I don't. Yeah, yeah, you show the boobies on the podcast, right? The video sometimes. Yeah, so anything that's um, explicit goes on my Patreon. So I've lost okay. a YouTube channel already before. I've, and well, I've Patreon don't fuck with you. Damn. I don't, I've lost uh, my first podcast, or my first page was Down the Rabbit Hole TV. Now mm-hmm. it's abbreviated, it's DTRH TV. Um, but my first YouTube, I think I was at like almost 12,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and lost it and had to start all over. I'm just now back at the 12,000 and that's like a year later. It takes a long time to build subscribers. I just came up restriction myself and my shit was an audio video. It wasn't even a video video. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I, I don't really? think that, um, I don't think it was my sexual content that got me in trouble because I, I never posted, I always stayed within the realms of okay. on YouTube. I always stayed really close to the guidelines and I always because um, you know that you could pick what, what level of censorship or yeah. you should put it under. So I'd always Yo, top censored, 18 and only ever. Like, I didn't care if I lost money on it. Worth not losing my page. And um, I really think that I said some stuff to piss off some feminists. And I think that's that's kind of yeah. what got me down. I don't think it really I, had I don't know what it do. was about that, that that video, that that audio, that why why it got flat on YouTube. I don't know. You know. So now Spotify, I understand because I did have you know the boobies the coming out on Spotify because I thought it was cool because it was educational purposes. <laughs> but when they start, but when they started flagging, what, what was you bringing titties out for? What educational purpose? They said you can show titties for educational purposes. So at, okay, at, so it, it was education. They showed them what they can do with the titties. That's not educational, though. That's the talent. That's not so, edu- educational. Is like here is the areola, and these mm-hmm. are the the milk ducks. That why I said air quotes. <laughs> that why I said air quotes. But but you know what I'm saying. But the reason why I ask that because that's not the same thing, sir. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But with you, because you educate you me boy. <laughs> no, it's not education. But like I said, because you do have so you know risk a content, how do you work and where do you place it? You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of I do like, mine on Patreon. Mm-hmm. I do mine on Patreon. So I have a I have a low subscription price. It's still a little bit, it's like five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything that is explicit, like I've had girls be like, just pull them out. So it's like, boom, can't put that episode on YouTube. So I just put it on um, Patreon. So I put all my behind the scenes. I put my exclusive episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you if you notice. Well, I hopefully people notice because I do a lot of work on it. But I have kind of two parts to my show. So I have the yeah. interview side. Mm-hmm. And then I have my adventures and my fun side. So after mm-hmm. I interview anybody, we'll go on an adventure or we'll have a photo shoot or mm-hmm. we'll play like little dirty games in the studio. We kind of like mm-hmm. strip switch. Um, so we'll challenge people, and it's usually like you have to take off some clothes for every every mm. round you lose. So all the like the raunchy, dirty Howard Stern style yeah, stuff. That yeah, yeah, And now I just put the interviews on YouTube because I just can't afford to lose another YouTube right now. It took me almost a year and a half to get back. No, I once I get all restriction, it. Thank you, YouTube. I got so much shit. I got a fucking load now. <laughs> I didn't get the load. Yeah, I had to go back and put all my old episodes on the archive. So it's 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 definitely um, I and even now like with all that shit, I realized like there's episodes that I just didn't even post yet. I'm like, oh fuck, like because I had to just read, I had to start everything all over again. So yeah, because the funny part it was the only the only reason why the titties come out on my show was because originally remember I tell people remember I never wanted to do that with audio. So right. it was one episode where a girl just said, fuck it, and she just pulled her tits out. And I said, okay, the universe trying to tell me something. I just go with it. It's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you do, it's uh, okay if I pull my tits out? I'm like, why would I say no? Yeah, like, yeah. I do I do too. But so what we do, um, shout out to my business partner, Victor, Sir Vic Entertainment. Um, he does all my production. He's my business partner. We've been working on this shit together for three, four years. So um, that's my dog. He, um, he'll blank it out. So he'll literally put, he'll just kind of like fuzzy the yeah. whole thing. And he'll put like this part of the episode is explicit. So go to the Patreon if you want to see it uncensored. And then once it stops, he'll like cut it back to the interview. So he's yeah. really good at editing and making sure that that happens. So my hair, I keep fucking with my hair. Sorry, friends. I'm just. <laughs> oh, no, they, 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 they don't care. They just see a pretty face, pretty eyes <laughs> and, and, and nice side boob. They're happy. So, I do got some good fat going. Yes, you do, Ms. Mama. It's like yes, it's like do. a sweater, but it's not. You know? Don't, don't worry, premium smoke. This, is how, this is how you get away with titties without titties. Yes, actually, you know? yeah. See? Oh, did Ashley pull did, Who actually had Ashley Barbie on there? She pulled Ashley. her titties out on my show, too. Ooh, well, see, it, it like this. Premium smokers, don't worry. We're going to have her in the premium smoke room, so relax. You 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 might you might get might get a special gift when she come up there. So just relax. We were having the premium smoke room. <laughs> kind of my premium smoke is like, please let her come to the premium smoke room. Please. Please let her <laughs> So where so where are you? You said you're in Raleigh? You're, I know you're in Raleigh. I'm I'm in Raleigh. I'm in Durham, actually. <clears throat> I'm in Durham. Durham, Durham. Okay. So yeah. yeah, born and raised there. I there. have a great sugar daddy out there. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't, to be honest, um, he kind of just, I don't, this is a sad thing, right, about um, people always, people always give sex workers such a hard time, and they don't realize, and this is, just, I'm going to go to all the soapbox for a moment, mm-hmm. um, they don't really realize the majority of people of 
people come to us in their most uh, darkest moments and they come to us in their most excited moments. So we experience the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lowest of the people that come to us, right? So it's very, very, very energy exchanged. Um, And I had to realize that there has been a few times that I have been somebody's dying wish. And I didn't, I didn't, and I know it sounds weird. I'm not trying to blow my head up or make it sound like I'm some amazing ass fucking person because I'm, I'm, I just feel like I'm a normal person. But I didn't realize it. But I, in one year, lost two clients to this particular reason, and they were like, "Yo, I'm on my way out. I'm sick. Yeah. I don't want to see you forever. You're fire as fuck." And they'll just book a weekend, and then yeah. I didn't realize until two, three months later, I'm like back in the city. I'm like, hey, I'm back in the city. What's up? How are you? And then like, I get a message like, oh, they passed away. And that shit's fucked up. Can you like, yeah, and I know people think like, oh, you're just a hooker, pal. Who cares? But we no, really get- People don't realize it. at the end of the day, they come to you. Yes. See, see people want to jump on the sex worker. Yeah. She can't make money unless motherfuckers come to see her. Period. Correct. Which means that yes. this dude made a conscious decision to put out his wallet and pay her rate for her time. No different Correct. than when y'all motherfuckers go to get a massage. No different when y'all yes. go get your toes done. No different than when you go to a spa. Actually, it's kind of like Correct. going to a spa. It's, it's just a happy ending. <laughs> but, Correct. Yes. you know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like it, my mama said it best. Y'all know what Mama Lucas said. Never be ashamed of what you got to do to feed your family. You know, it's right. a way. It's a way of making money. Because when you think about it, if you're a beautiful ass woman, right, nice body, gorgeous, this and third, you have the opportunity to make money off of your beauty, off of being a sex symbol. Why not? What? You know, period. Yeah. Because you, people don't realize. What? Go ahead. No, no, bye. You finish your thought. Go ahead. And people don't realize that. It takes a lot of work for these these sex symbols to make their money because they still got to have a business acumen and do business shit behind the scenes. The pictures, the the podcast, yeah, all this shit is kind of the easy shit. The reinvesting to everything, you have to keep up with content. You also have to keep up with being able to like verify and screen your clients so that you're safe. Like it's still mm-hmm. very dangerous. Girls are still being killed in the industry. You know, like yeah. people don't realize like the risk that you're taking every time you go on a date. If that guy, I mean, you could screen him back, back like crazy and he could still show up and be like, that's the day he just decided he was snapping. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, you just, we, they don't, you just don't know. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh yeah, it's, it's easier to get fucked. Like, nah, mm-hmm. um, have you ever had to like really be in a room with somebody you, you really have never <coughs> even met and try to like stay in this, it's almost like acting. You have to stay in this like kind of place where you're, not um, emotionally allowing society's um, ideas to play a part or your moral background to play a part. And you're just trying to get in there, get the job done to, to mm. do, you know, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of psychological yeah. stuff to it. And you're, and you're just constantly taking energy from other people. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. when people are in their highs and highs and lows and lows, you feel all that. Let's you know keep, I mean? let's, let's, we keep it 100 on my show. Y- y'all know how we do. We don't sugarcoat nothing. Cut it, cut it, get it, that fuck out of here. Let's keep it 100. Yeah. It's a lot of moving parts when you escort. Let's get that. And we're going to break down these moving parts. First, you don't know this motherfucker that's walking in the door. Yeah. We ain't going to go into 
back in the day when the cops was really on it situation. We're not going to go Yeah, there. and a lot of it's decriminalized now in the U.S., but yeah. it's still illegal. Yeah. yeah. So you're dealing with, you don't know who the fuck he is. Two, you can't call the cops if something happens. Because... So I'm going to say this, and I'm going to correct that I'm right now. Don't head, ever, if you're a female though. in the industry, I don't give a shit if you are scared to call the cops or not. And I would say in like 45 of the states, yeah. uh, it's just a misdemeanor. And it seems yeah. really scary because you got the scarlet letter on you, but it's not worth your life. And it's not worth him doing that to other women. Yeah. So I know it sounds stupid, but you can definitely get a lawyer and you can get that expunged and it's not worth it, please go to the police because a lot of them are very aware of what's going on. Yeah. And sometimes in the small towns, it may be a little bit harder, but in the major cities, like, mm -hmm. call them. I was like, yo, I I went on a date. It is what it is. And, you know, you may get a little bit of scrutiny, but that you could have yeah. just saved somebody else's life. You could save your life from him coming mm -hmm. back. And it's most of the time, it's just a ticket and a court date, and you got to go to some class, and then it's yeah. over. You know, it's no worse than getting a ticket on the road. And I think people are just so scared that they're like, oh, I'm going to go to prison. It's like, they're really looking for the, they're looking for sex traffickers because there's a yeah. huge difference between sex work and sex trafficking. Let's, let's get that. Yeah, I, time, even when they picked up girls, I remember when they picked up girls in, in Queens, <clears throat> Queens, New York. Yeah. I sit there for a night, they let them out on their own reconnaissance. And half the time, and the girls yeah, they fine, go to court. Yeah, it sucks. It's, yeah. it's annoying. But you can get it down to a disturbing the peace. Yeah. Um, most of these it, lawyers it, are tricks too, so you can, you know, get one of your little tricks. You got yourself a client. You got yourself another client. The lawyer be like, listen, I've like had, I've cool. had judges, I've had lawyers, I've had police. Yeah. Uh, like, come on now, everyone's just looking for something, and they're looking yeah, for a little I, bit. I, of peace I just seen a girl had a cop before. She scares a bitch. You're like, no, no, I'm, I'm here. Him. No, like, like I'm not like, under addiction. I, I I work over there. Like I work over there. I'm not even in this district. I'm just want some pussy. <laughs> well, I think I'm they just want some. Um, they want some pussy that don't come with no nagging. You know, sometimes yeah. it's not that they don't. It's not that they're not happy at home and what their situation is. It's, I'm, there's people. People spend money for things like that for different reasons, right? One, it's convenience and time. Yeah. Two, it's um, they're not getting it from home. Mm -hmm. Um, or, or it's just some of them are just freaks. Like some, people do have sex addictions. People do have yeah. like whatever little weird things they got going on, kinks, and they just don't want to bother their wives with it. It's like, um, you know, some 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 women aren't gonna let them get you know let their man fuck them in the ass, but they can go get a hold of that will, and then they can come home and leave their wife alone. You know, their yeah. wife is like, hey, stop trying to cover my asshole, and you know, I don't know. I think it takes a lot of stress off them. The wife a lot of times. You, you know they say a nut is therapeutic. A nut is therapeutic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Other cultures like in uh, Japan and China, mm -hmm. it's like weird if their husbands aren't they're like, I'd rather them go get a prostitute. Like yeah. there's there's been then to go get another girlfriend, you know, like it's it's normalized in other cultures. It's just an American. And see, and see, it's funny because I said this before. As humans, we and I had this conversation. We were never meant to be monogamous, not what they consider monogamy as. Yeah. You know, for well, yeah, I, I, I never understood it anyways because it's for hundreds of thousands of years. I think the only reason why they're mad is one, they can't figure out a tax on it. And two, like the men finally don't have control. And I'm, you know, this is just my high horse on my femininity a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, it's it's only a problem when the men aren't making money. And 
when it when it was when it was a whole paying a pee, it was okay, balance. When it's a female out here getting her bag, she's a slut. And it's like that's fucked up because for years there's been brothels since the beginning of time, and men had women in there, and kings would go in there, and everyone, and it's like always been normalized. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, mostly them was was if you want selling to be their honest, daughters off for marriage. If you want to be and, honest, so they could get laid. It's no different. Porn and the whole game is mirror images. Just one is on camera, one is not. The pimps complained about the same thing that the major companies complained about, which was, thanks to Backpage, girls was able to pimp themselves. Hands down. See, I don't think it was Backpage. I think it was OnlyFans because when Backpage I I would say 90% of those girls still had peas. Yeah. Because you still, you still, a lot of those girls don't know how to move right, and it was still very mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, I think. But I mean, but the pimps were still worried about Backpage because it. To the yeah, back that's because it was just new, and they just knew how to yeah. have. You know why? Because on Backpage, they couldn't sit there and watch them on the street. Mm-hmm. You could sit there and watch them, so they had yeah. more control. But the the change, the change for the pimp and hoe balance, really switched up with OnlyFans because now I don't have to go I mean, I mean, I mean, anybody I, mean, I can go fuck my neighbor or my friend or my boyfriend yeah. or my whatever and stay home and make money yeah. and, and it's a lot less dangerous and I can mm-hmm. make just as much if not more money so I think that was really the change of the game was yeah, because, it, it, because because only fans open it to anybody could do it you feel me mm-hmm. and yeah. it encouraged anybody to do it that's the other part of it because even with Pornhub, which was the popular one before that, it didn't encourage everybody to do it. OnlyFans right. did, especially from the news article well, that only, came out. The company was very smart in their uh, in their marketing. So the way that they were able to get so many girls to do it is that they offered a referral program, right? Mm-hmm. So if if I'm a girl and I'm getting a bag and I'm like, okay, I can see how I could, and I have girlfriends who are like, damn, bitch, where are you getting all this money from? And I'm like, oh, this is what I'm doing. If I sign that girl up, I get five percent of the of the website's cut. So and they they've cut that down. Before it was like for lifetime and it was unlimited. So yeah, I got ten homegirls. I'm gonna put them on and collab with them and build it up because now I get five percent of everything you make. So I mean, and, and, at one point I was getting an extra four no, or five no, k a month. When the girls was posting, yeah, that much and I didn't even have to have a page. I could just get other girls to sign up. Yeah, and then that's and, when that's when yeah. And when girls were posting how much they were making on OnlyFans, that was the part that the people don't get. Half of that was referrals because they referred so many goddamn girls. Think about that five percent <laughs> adds up of how many girls. So she yeah. may not show one goddamn thing of content, but then made a whole big ass check on the referrals. Especially yeah. if the girl does very well, because I do. Yeah, and a lot of times I just gotta, I just gotta do a little, a little titty play with a girl, and then all my fans go to her. So all the ones that I just spent all my, that just spent all their money on me, oh, new girl, and now I'm getting a, now I'm getting a cut of that too. Yeah. So it was really smart on on their side as far as um like just building their brand like that, and it and it really sucked. Now what? One thing I feel like they did drop the ball on is once they caught on to how much money they were losing by giving up that five percent, they yeah. tried to um, they put a limit on it. So now you can only get a you can only get that money for up to a year, up to a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which I think is fucked up. That I feel like they should have done that maybe with the n- newer accounts <laughs> that were signed on, and they should have grandfathered the girls who really put only fans on, because there was websites that were doing that before that. There was a uh, yeah. 
grandfather rule out for some of these websites because even like with X videos, yeah. they they did the grandfather rule now. Fuck a grandfather, yeah. And make, you know, make like mini vids and what's the other one? Um, I mean, there's you know, my theory, I'm gonna tell you my theory why this is happening because they want these companies, a lot of them are internationally based, so people can understand this. Mini they have to be. Guess what dominates international? Cam. Webcam yeah. dominates. Why? Because well, they, they have to be because a lot of the a lot of the banks in the U.S. don't support adult industry work. Um, I've lost like in Europe, a lot of the countries don't allow you to film porn, but they yeah. allow you. So, you, so they'll have offshore servers. Yeah, even though they're a state-based company, they'll have offshore offshore servers and they'll open like. Yeah. offshore bank account so that way they can run it without having all the regulations it's actually it's actually yeah. pretty smart yeah so 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 to a certain extent that's why i said this a long time i said this in one of my shows the future of this is streaming and girls having a dot com because with the dot com you're not stuck to the restrictions because they're going to keep changing the rules that's because actually that, you know that's actually not true unless unless you are unless you're going to pay and invest in the offshore server yourself the yeah. dot coms I have found, because I have one, right? Mm. The dot coms are actually really hard. So the the reason why OnlyFans and these companies do so well, it's really hard for girls to get their own dot coms, is it's 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 like a convenience store, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's in one place. You go to Walmart. Walmart's really really profitable because they have everything for really low in one place, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. don't gotta go to ten different stores. You don't gotta mm -hmm. sign up for all these different things. Mm -hmm. So it makes it really hard because why would somebody come over here and pay for this when they can go to one site and well, see? But here's the point: with the dot com, your site, you ain't got to worry about being regulated. You can have scat. You can have. That's true, people. but you're still gonna give up the same amount of money. I mean, because you the merchant. Let me tell you why. It is, it is next <laughs> to yeah, but they're not gonna censor you on OnlyFans anyways. What's the difference? You just can't shit on somebody, and I don't want to shit on nobody anyways. So the the only things that you can't do on OnlyFans, you can't you can't shit, you can't fuck animals, and you can't fuck a relative. It's like no incest, so you have to say step stuff like that, which mm -hmm. is like kind of. I mean, mm -hmm. I guess that's your kink. That's your kink. Yeah. But there's kink websites for that. But in general, like I don't want to do none of that. I don't want to fuck. Think dogs about this, but, but hold on, hold on. But I'm gonna ask you this though. I can't bump myself off of my dot com. OnlyFans can shut down your your account. They absolutely can, but OnlyFans. This, so this is the one thing I've always told people about anything with social media. Branding is a hell of a drug, right? Oh, I agree. So you can the the monsters in the industry are YouTube, Spotify, and OnlyFans, right? Mm -hmm. You can't you can't replace the fact that Beyonce said OnlyFans in one of her songs. So you are you're not signing up for them just you know you're signing up for the the brand that goes with it. It's like mm -hmm. the Louis, Louis bags are trash. Nine times mm -hmm. out of ten they rip. They're made out of garbage ass material. Now they used to be beautiful, mm -hmm. um, but let's be honest, like they're kind of they're kind of mass marketed and, and mass produced now, and they're just yeah. as shitty as everything else. And but the fact is they have their brand right. That their brand yeah. goes, and people know when you wear Louis, that's what you're doing. So yes, the dot coms are a good idea. I'm not saying go against them. I'm saying don't think it's so easy, because one, it's it's very 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 hard to get a merchant account to sign up for an adult for an adult industry website or adult mm -hmm. website. And this is what happened with OnlyFans a few years ago. OnlyFans almost stopped with payments. They're like no more adult content. 
And they're like, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you going to do? You're making billions of dollars in adult content. Mm -hmm. The issue was Visa had a fucking issue with the adult content. So Visa tried to stop them. So that's why they went mm -hmm. offshore. So that way Visa mm -hmm. didn't have an issue with following, you know, U.S. laws anymore. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it wasn't the fact that they didn't care about adult industry. It's because the banking systems are stopping it. The banking oh, no, no, systems no, I don't understand it. that. Just believe. No, it's stupid. Career. But but a lot of them, you know, are they're they're being lobbied. A lot of them have a lot of like religious backgrounds, and they have issues with with different political parties and things like that. So you're you're dealing with a lot of monsters in the business. So even oh, if you do go get a dot com, understand that like, yeah. you're gonna have to go through a CC bill, and you're still gonna pay twenty percent to those companies to just even I mean, run yeah, the I mean, it it like this to me. The reason why I'm saying the dot com because one, it it let me make the caveat. You don't just have just a dot com because let's keep it 100. Each site has its own traffic. Some people are used to going yeah. to OnlyFans. That's it. No, you have a dot com also because I'm, I'm a yeah. true believer in one. I mean, I do have one. Point. I'm just not going to put my own content on that. The, only, the stuff I'm going to put on my dot com is stuff for my show because every girl that I, that I'm, and this is just me. Well, you said you don't do, do, do porn, so, but. But, but I do adult me, content. Your, your, I just uh, don't fuck on on set. Yeah, you know I'm not. I mean, set, I, but look, boo boo. I'm just gonna keep running with you. You shoot porn. <laughs> you may not. I, you may not shoot I don't. Porn is when, to me. Porn. I'm not a porn star. I'm not booked by a porn company. I don't go to set and sit there for eight hours. Those people have earned that title. There's a lot of bitches out here just getting fucked on cam that are not porn stars. You're just getting fucked on cam. Yeah. So just because you produce porn and you do an amateur porn in your house, you're yeah. a content, you're an adult content creator. Yeah. I don't take away the limelight. This is just like, I don't like when people call people hoes. No, that yeah. bitch is a slut. I'm a hoe. That's my badge of honor. I'm a I hoe. I get paid for that shit, motherfucker. You know, you can say whatever no, you want to say, but to me, a porn like star, a porn star is like, a celebrity in mm -hmm. in the adult world, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody is doing that. You can't just say you're a porn. You if if you can't perform with ten cameras in your face, holding oh, angles. No, I, 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 mean, I understand. Uh, you know, it's different. What, like, what, don't what I mean. it, it like this to me. What I mean, this is what to me constitute a porn star in this day and age. How you shoot? If you shoot professional looking. You pursue the industry as a porn star would. We ain't talking about Instagram shit. No, you actually filming scenes. You actually shit that I see at these content houses. You know what I'm saying? Stuff of that nature. Understand? I was a porn star. Why? Because I did role play in my scene. Uh, I shot with a high end camera. Uh, see, I don't so agree with I, you. I don't think that makes you a porn star. I don't think yeah. if you are not contracted through a porn company and shooting a scene as if it was a movie. I think you're just a content creator. And you know, it's, it's bananas, bananas, apples, oranges, whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. It, people can say whatever they want. I don't like to take that that status away from a porn star. Anyone just be like, oh, I'm a porn star. Nah, you just got fucked well, up. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. people, so, them bitches work. Yeah, they have to get there hella early. They're there all day. Like, that's, don't take that from them. They work hard for that. No, no, it's not. It, it. But see, that's a different between. I'm not saying you're not. I'm just star. saying I don't because, like. I, I don't. I'm not a porn star. Yeah. No. I'm it, not it a porn like star. this. I mean, no. Nah, it's me. The, where I categorize you as is the other side of you. An influencer. You a pod mommy, aka podcaster. You feel me? <laughs> your brand 
is not centered around adult film because you don't film adult film. You might do a little friendly blowjob video, but it's not your I game. I shoot with yeah, I shoot with people that I'm like intimate with in real life. But bingo, that's what I'm saying. It's not porn. I'm porn not, stars. I'm not, like I'm not. Not just shoot with their boyfriend. <laughs> they shoot with motherfuckers. You may have just met that dude on fucking Twitter. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but if they're just gonna fuck them anyways, let's be honest. Yeah. A lot of them is fucking their tricks. A lot of these bitches are just escorts that are like, here, hold the camera while you pay me and I suck your dick. Yeah, like, and I don't count them porn stars. You're just videoing yourself. I don't count them porn stars. I don't know, and I'm not taking, I'm not knocking them for it. I just feel like it yeah. takes away from the people who are doing it business-wise and are really looking that's, at stuff. That's that my argument. That's my argument. Yeah. Because it's kind of like this. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. No disrespect. To this lady, Miss B Nash is one of the best in the game. They yeah, made yeah. a porn award for this girl, and she is no, she's not even a porn star. Actually, I do remember she tried to porn business a couple of times with some tweets yeah. every now and then, but they made a lane for her. They put her in a category for OnlyFans girl with Missy Stone beside her. I'm sorry, that's disrespectful as fuck. But they- they didn't put her in a porn category. They put her in an OnlyFans category. She wanted a porn the right thing to do. And until she gets signed by a porn company, she she does porn and adult content. Yes, but and I, I, I like this fire as fuck. I agree with you. She is one of the best people out there, yeah. and I think that she is getting. She'll get to porn status. But until you get that black scene, until you get that browser scene, until you get that scene, you ain't nobody's porn star. You you do adult content for sure. But that's why they put her in the right category. They made a they made a category for me. They didn't have adult podcast shit last year. They, they had no did. choice. Do you realize podcasts is because yeah, but I'm in my own lane. I don't need vehicles. to be a porn star. I'm a, I'm a podcast star that does dirty shit. I don't need to be a porn star. Let the porn star. I actually was happy that they recognized us with an award. The reason why, because let's keep it 100. All right, let's keep it 100. You interview porn stars. I I interview more than just that, but that is the Yeah, yeah, but but, but I'm just saying, you have interviewed porn stars. Yes. You are a sexually based podcast for the most part. Yes, adult, yes, adult podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah, because we in the same, you know, what we call it. So, you your medium helped push the industry. It's no different yeah. than when BT oh, added a podcast category to it, because guess what was pushing hip hop music? It wasn't the radio no more. It's the podcasters, because yeah. motherfuckers get their cue from us. You know, period. Yeah, podcast. Because, yeah, podcasting in every industry is really important right now. It's still considered like a niche, like a niche area, which yeah. is weird because we completely taken over radio, but yeah. um. You know, they they we we gonna have to make our own way, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't, like let them have their name. I need my own name, so I'm I'm yeah. good with it. And it's not to discredit anybody. I think that you guys, I like okay. So my boy Finny, do you know Finny? Yeah. Finny's Playhouse Finny. I didn't interview him. I didn't interview him twice. You have? Yeah, Finny, my boy. Yeah, yeah, Finny, I love Finny. Much right? Finny, when he started, was a content creator, right? Yeah. And I and and he knows that. He is now at the point where he's shooting high-level porn with high-level porn stars. Now, he has gotten porn awards. He is now a porn star. He has made his way into that industry. So, yes, I can respect because the way the professionalism is there, he's doing what he has to do. And 
and he's doing, like you said, he's doing that level of stuff. And I think eventually he'll probably have his own porn agency. I, I, I yeah. wouldn't be shocked if, if Finney starts his own his own porn production company. Finney went from Boobie so, University to Finney's Playhouse. That motherfucker said, you know something, fuck this shit. I'm and he good. took his money, invested it, and he understood yeah. who he needed to shoot with. He knew, I thought, I've had him on my show a few times. He's one of my closest friends. I really fuck with, with Finney Tough. But he knew damn right. And, and I'm going to tell you this. I was dating a, a, a male porn star who was very well known in the industry. Um, he was pissed. Pissed when Finney was on the awards category. Because and, and a lot of porn stars I were. Know, babe, like, I know how many male talents yeah, but I wasn't. I was like, listen. Yeah, and I said they need to change the categories. They shouldn't be putting content creators in with porn stars who've been putting years of work in. But see, the reason why the reason why he was like, you know, I was was because Finney was shooting with top female porn stars. That what constitutes Finney got put in. Finney got put in because Finney put in the work, and Finney was he's very likable. Fifteen years being this business. Our bones are made of who we fuck. That's it. Yeah. it. Women, women don't have to worry about that because they can get a toy and get just as hot, or they can fuck a nobody and get just as hot. We have to fuck the right females that draw attention. That's actually a lot of y'all just fuck just about anything. <laughs> we not gonna say that because I've seen a lot of dudes knock down a lot of bitches that I'd be like. No, but, but see, it's not my cup Y'all will fuck just about anything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going right this. now. Y'all will put your dick in anything. So. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying saying we won't. Trust and believe. Remember, men, you we You guys can get hard if somebody no blow up. You can be like, but what I'm saying is, hard, when so. you go down Finney's list, it's the best of the best in porn. So, now, all kids, now, but when he started, he was not. When he started, he was not. He wasn't. But then he eventually started getting, because he like this, put it this way. I'm going to ask you this. What just is good? Me shooting for braces or me shooting for the motherfuckers that braces booking and the money coming to Either me? Either way, I'm not, not listen. I, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you 100%. You're going to make more money. But in the beginning, that didn't make him a porn star. That just made him a no, smart, he was, he was, he was kind of just a smart content creator. He just knew how to make his lane, you know? And I think yeah. he was very, but he did piss off some porn stars in the beginning. They're like, yo, Miss Nancy pissed off some porn stars. Any of these, any of these people pissed off, pissed off porn stars yeah. because it felt like they were being devalued. Yeah, and and I'm not knocking them for it, but they, at the same time, they definitely needed to create a new category. And I'm glad that the award systems realized it's not just porn anymore, and that mm-hmm. the adult industry needs to be rewarded in a different type of way, and they need to make different categories because everybody's in a different lane. So I'm like for Urban X and for Avians and stuff. I like mm-hmm. congratulate. Like I'm glad that they finally recognize that like you can't just throw everybody into porn. It's like oh porn. It's like no, these are the adult video awards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it it doesn't mean that you just have to just do that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm glad that the the evolution of the industry is is really putting different people on. Um, like I said, I just think that people need to like categorize a little bit better. That's all. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, it's yeah. kind of like, but but see, what's funny is when you try to tell the content creators that they get mad. You feel what I'm saying? But no, you're not a porn star. What you mean? Yeah, I, I mean, because why? It's like they want the, of course, right? You want the label, like that sounds better. Thank you. She just said. You said what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, 
Because you have porn stars that should just say content creator. I'm like, you shot for brasses. How the fuck are you a content creator? You if 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 any if 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 any person deserved that Monica porn star. Well, I think it's for the same reason that I'm saying, right? They're like, yeah, I shot a scene for Brazzers, but that's not my career. I'm not getting, you have to understand, some of these people are doing scenes every two to three times a week, four times a week. Some people are booking every single day for an agency. They go, they show up. It's like a job. Like my ex was literally two or three times a week. He was like, oh, hey, I need you on this set at this time. This, it was a strategic, like he had an agent, he had industry, he had companies were it was it was a very different than hey what are you doing on friday do you, you want to collab let's come over and do this and that's the difference between a content creator and both are dope i'm yeah. not knocking neither one of them but i can see how somebody's saying yeah i shot browsers one time and i did a scene i did some porn but i'm a content creator because this is my lane i would rather be over here collabing with people i'm comfortable with and keeping my content and owning my own content and some people would rather have the name and the brand and the and the imagery of working with a business and a company. And I think that's what divides porn star from content creator. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like very big. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not a porn star. So you know something? I'm, 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 what need to be huh? exactly, this what needs to happen it, to me. There need to be, like you said, a clear definition of what a porn star is in 2023 and what a content creator is. Because actually, in my day, what I was, because... From what you're describing, I'll be considered a content creator, but we we called them, but we were considered pro amateur porn stars, porn producers. Yeah. Because we amateur, was amateurs, they, they shot did. at a pro level. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like yeah. to me, because even can think about this back in the day, you was you got laughed at if you had a clip for sale. They were like, you want, they ain't take you seriously unless you had a .com. And so yeah. now that they Shit, everybody got the OnlyFans, so there you go. <laughs> but see, they knew back and then it, it was took coming. Away the, it took away the need to, to like, it's expensive to build your own dot com. It's not cheap. And that's about no, no, shitty not. work. I have been working on my website for three years, and it's still not done because people are fucking idiots. And it's like, bro, fuck that dot com shit when I can go over here and get straight to it. Like, I have it because I need it and it's necessary for my show, but I wouldn't have spent that money on that shit because I, I had even told myself, right? Set, set aside the money, let's eliminate OnlyFans, put all mm-hmm. my content on, and I've had so many people say, oh, I'm going to do that, I'm going to build that, I'm gonna, and then they get in there and they realize, like, oh, there's so many regulations. See, see, now, there, there are two routes that girls can go with it, .com. You can go to ElevatorX, get the, what we call, design it, CC bill, and then there's Model Central. The only difference is yeah, Model those, Central... Those look like shit. Those look like shit. I, 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 I didn't want to say it, but no, they look really, like shit. I mean, that's what like it is. Know. What it is? So, they look like shit, and yeah, a lot of yeah, you know exactly. everybody in the industry is really good at really. something. Yeah, but yeah. the thing of it is, is that, like I said before, is to me the reason why I'm saying the only reason why I say when it comes to the dot com, so people can understand. I said it before on the show, is that it's the only way that a girl can put what she really want up there without being restricted. That's the only thing. Now, granted, is it harder to get one? Yes. You're still going to get restricted. So this is the thing. The reason why I say no, because I'm going to tell you why, because I got two, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. I have a scene called Gangster where I actually had a gun. They ain't touched that motherfucker. Clip for sale took the first clip down. You get what I'm saying? So, no, I can't. 
the only thing it the only way that even my surgery will fuck with me if I get a if they get a doctor report about a scene. That when they might hit me for the but, paper. But at any moment, so hear me out. At any moment, if a bank decides they don't like your scene, they can take your merchant account away and you cannot process anything. So now you got to deal with Bitcoin only, which is a pain in the ass dealing with crypto sometimes. Oh, no, no, it's getting easier. Wait, but, but I'm going to tell you what's you funny. Know. The likelihood of them fucking with you is lower than if it was. It is lower, but it's still because, there. Because and you get one that, hater. You, remember, you, you get one that, fucking right? hater. So maybe y'all got to deal with that as much. But when you're a female, you get one hater to report your shit. And it's a dub either way. So oh, I already know. I, I didn't talk to girls that got. You know, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying don't think yeah. it's just as, oh, get it.com. It's not It's not oh, that no. easy. There's a lot to it. Everyone forgets that there's a lot of mm. other shit going on with that. You know, that's all. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not right or wrong. Do what you want to mm. do with your own lane. I have a .com myself and it benefits me for certain reasons. And there's some shit that I thought I was going to really be like, oh, this is going to be so great. And then I got there. I was like, oh, this shit's wrong. This is no, ridiculously important. Now, what I want my podcast to point out that some of these other podcasts don't point out, there is a negative side to any of these decisions that you make. Everything. Yeah. You got to take which one works best for you. And that's, yeah. and that's awesome. But I just, you know, I just, I, I like to just say it all. I'm like you. I'm gonna say the good, the bad, the both. Like, yeah, no, that's yeah. right. Do that, but also know that it comes with this. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because I tell so, anybody, no, because when he comes to a dot com, like for example, with CC Bill, the only good thing about CC Bill is that you can have as many dot coms on CC Bill as you want. Yeah. But you better come up with it, that it money by the end of the year. Yeah. You got. You better come up with wait, wait seven. When I last checked, it was seven hundred. They were taking every year. I, and I think they take a percentage. percentage. Like they're taking like twenty to thirty percent too, which is yeah. just as expensive as but, getting. But, but, that's my more. point. Is like if I'm gonna pay twenty percent, I'm gonna go with the company that has the brand behind it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna take twenty percent and still trying to like. And now I'm gonna take five years to even get people even on my website. Yeah. Fuck that! I'm gonna run the five years up with the site that I have. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, all my is if if I'm correct. They even probably go through CC bill for the most part. They just the middle. They just the middleman for us. That's all they are. So a lot, yeah. And what a lot of times they have to do now is you can't even buy stuff straight out. You have to buy token. Like like uh, yeah. I think Camsell, one of the ones that Camsell, mm-hmm. you actually have to buy like tokens and then use the mm-hmm. tokens to pay for content. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I figured out the backdoor goes, and, or using crypto and things like that. But just to take straight credit card payments. Or take stuff like that. It can be. It and, can and, oh, and, and two, also the other negative part. CC Bill is very, very, very passionate about their shit. Oh, they're gonna eat, eat. You're gonna sit there and have to remake that site about 15 times before it goes. That's what I'm saying. And sometimes the investment and the time and the energy, if you're really if you got the big, if you have a big budget, man, go yeah. for it. Yeah, but I have I have a lot of girlfriends who spent a lot of money on their dot coms and to get things right, and they're like, it didn't make any sense. I should have just stayed with fucking OnlyFans and just ran it up because they've already did the hard work. Mm-hmm. And my, you yeah. know, and people go there. They go to OnlyFans. Yeah. It's just they know when I'm horny. I got a Pornhub, minivids, and OnlyFans. Like they just, like, it's just that's where their brain goes. Some of them don't say all that. Oh, horny. Let me go to someone's dot com. They yeah. just go to only. Dot com should really be an intro to who you are to send people to your other places. Do you know what I mean? That's that's how I use it. That's how I found it to be the most beneficial for me. Here's my bio. Here's all the places that you can find me. 
it's just like a hub of information for you to find more shit. That's that's kind of how I play mine. And everyone can play this different, but that's just my advice on, on it. Because I've done it, and I've hit a lot of brick walls. Um, yeah, so. because it's because to me, it's like that's the other importance of our podcast is there ain't no book or manual for this shit, people. This ain't yeah. like the music industry or Hollywood. Like, I can go find a book to tell me how to break into the music business. There ain't too many books, what have you, that you can sit here and tell you how to break into sex. Yeah, book. you just got to talk to each other and try to figure it out. Yeah, even with podcasts, it's the same thing. Because podcast is such a new genre that, and it's growing rapidly. Yeah. And, and, and like especially with my show, right? Like most podcasting is just sit, talk, it's over. And yeah. because I have all these other elements, I had to figure out where to put it. I had to figure out what I could do, what I couldn't do. Thank and you. it it's it's like God, it's such and a it's trial and error like a motherfucker. Yeah. The cool thing is now that I've kind of I, I want to say cracked the code, there's still some things that I feel like I could do better at, mm. and uh, I'm gonna constantly keep working at it especially when i got such a fire like a fire business partner we were constantly mm-hmm. learning um now i'm starting to get other shows that want to sign up with me under my net like I, i'm like i didn't have a network yet they're like yeah but like i love what you're doing you're winning awards you're doing your shit like how do it like put me on and i'm like i never even really even thought about being uh the no jumper or the bar stool of myself you know like now, um, if, if you want to be technical about it, cool. I, I, look, i'm gonna keep it 100 with you like if you did do a network, I'll fuck with you for this one reason. It ain't just because the cloud or what have you. Let me find there's, out. There, there's no lane for the porn podcasters. There's no there's no. a lane for the, the only one that really yeah, the only one that's really doing anything for adult is no jumper. And he, you know, he kind of has his own celebrity yeah. bullshit going on, yeah. and there's nothing for just the rest of us. You know, you know who yeah, really right. wanted to uh Fuck with me is you know Kendra Cox from Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. yeah. So her her and Stay Ready uh want to start you know want to start a show when I get back uh back on the state side we're supposed to sit down and talk about it so yeah. we might have a show coming from them soon too um yeah because, to because whole it, network, it would so. mean like I have a network with my premium smoke room with the five podcasts or what have where I have oh, a co-host with you know period I just did a show y'all. Once y'all hear y'all go, y'all know what to do. Check out the Blazing Goddess Hour with my girl Kelly Sheen. I do a show with her and um, Big Jordan as well as my girl Spit Queen. And to me, Fire. it's kind of like, just like I'm glad with the, the awards, is that podcasting is becoming a very important part of our business, the sex work business, because one, it gives them a highlight to be on a, a show that one, it's not about the shock value with them. Because when I sit there and listen to a lot of podcasts that had sex workers on it, it was about the shock value. The way that they talked to the yeah. girls, the way they treated the girls. You know? Yeah, they're, they're like, like, and they're they're degrading and belittling to them. They're like, oh, you suck dick, how dare you? It's like, bitch, you invited me on the show knowing what I did. Like, why are you attacking me? So yeah. I don't like that shit. Like, that's, it's so, it's just yeah, tacky. Because to me, it's like, for one, even even with the guy I remember watching freaking frat, I don't never want to say their fucking name on my shit. But I know you're talking about next. These wack ass dudes who have no thing goes on there. And you're asking them about stocks, bonds, investing. 
But you bring the OnlyFans girl on here, but you won't bring Sarah J out this motherfucker that goddamn motherfucker got her own CBD business. You won't Dude, bring so have, you, have you heard me talk about this before? Uh-huh. About my my uh my encounter with them? Oh oh Damn. I, I talked. To, I talked about a little bit when Mr. Organic came on my show. He's a big YouTuber. Um, yeah. He was on there. He, and he referred me to them. Mm-hmm. Really cool dude. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> um, I for this reason they always talk about how bitches don't bring shit to the table. Oh, yeah. da, 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 da. you're not, not bringing shit to the table. Well, you have 24 year old girls who have no following and all they do is fucking take selfies and stuff. They don't have a business. They don't have an LLC. Of course, they don't bring shit to the table. You know what I mean? You're you're bringing girls that haven't figured out life yet, and then you're mad. You're talking about. So I reached out to them and I said, "Hey, listen, I actually agree with you. I think a lot of women don't bring enough to the table, and I think that they do expect certain things. I'm like, I think it might be a dope perspective to have another boss female kind of co-sign what you're saying, but at the same time give a little bit of game from a yeah. woman's perspective." He told me we could go on, he's like, oh yeah, we're doing a YouTube channel. We could go on like a little date and have them record it. See what I mean? See what I mean? See what I mean? What? I said, now listen, and then he had the nerve to tell me if it don't make money, it don't make sense. I said, baby, I make more money than you do. And I have more numbers than you do. And uh, I've been, been nominated for more awards than you have. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm a bitch that brings the table. I'm and that's what I mean. You know, no, it was funny. Freaking fact, the main reason why I started doing interviews. Because I never forget when they had Kevin Samuel on there one day. And they were asking these girls about, well, do you invest your money? I'm sitting there looking at them like, if y'all want to have that conversation, my granddaddy said it best. If you don't know nothing, find somebody that do. So it can be done right. If I want to have a such a conversation about investing and you are a OnlyFans girl, I'm going to find a OnlyFans girl that actually invests in shit. Period. You're making you know the sex work the The one chick, and, and she's in the same city, the one chick that I would say, um, I've had her on my show, and this is before she invested in her restaurant. Her name's Megan. It's Megan owns it, right? And she mm-hmm. used to do the pink parties pink party, mm-hmm. everything. That girl took all her fucking money, bought a nightclub, and bought two of the biggest restaurants that are in Miami right now. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of, you talking about some investment? Talk to those bitches. Talk to the Sarah J's. Talk to the, the girls who have their own uh, production company. Let me say this right now. I done talked to a female, shout out to Prince Gemini, co-producer of three movies on Tubi. An author. Yeah. You know, period. Fire, fire chase. Yeah. So I need that plug, t- by the way. Remember that. Yeah. So it's like this to me. It's like that's where our podcast come in. No disrespect to 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 the plug. Y'all ain't really doing shit for the culture other than is a a interview. You basically doing the casting couch. You calling a podcast. No disrespect. Yeah. To be and to be honest, I feel like they're more exploiting them than anything. And and that's my yeah. personal opinion. You know, um, they're not really. They're, it's just like. Kara, let's fuck you. It's like, okay, but you ain't really, yeah, you didn't do shit for the culture. Like, no, you didn't thanks. do shit for the culture because it's like this to me, even to the point, like, I had someone, this is the funniest shit. I put up a clip where we talked about mental prep for a shoot. Someone said in the comment, what mental prep? Let me explain this to you people. Anytime in entertainment world where you have to be filmed or recorded, 
That is a fucking mental prep tool. There's a mental prep to podcast. There's a mental prep to when you go out and record a song. There's a mental prep when you get on stage to 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 perform. So why mental prep for my ass to go on set to fuck this chick? Yeah, and it's like my my butthole's being exposed, my vagina's being exposed, my throat's going out. I'm supposed to try to stay looking cute and pretty and trying to be on. And if you've had a fucked up day, or what if you just started your period, or what if you fucking just went through a breakup, or and you you just gotta be ready. It's just you gotta leave it at the door. You know, it's like and people don't give a fuck how you feel. Like if and and for men, if you don't nut, you don't get paid. You don't stay hard. So if I get up there and this bitch got a smelly pussy, but you booked me today and I can't nut, I'm gonna walk out of here without a bag. No, I'm gonna tell you what's funny. Yeah, there is a lot of mental prep. I had I had smokers that were shocked that what sometimes the girl don't orgasm during no. You know how much shit she has to think about during the shoe, including the man. You she's trying to make sure she can hold her stomach in because you assholes want to call her fat because she took a deep breath. You know what I mean? Like you just be like, and they'll be like, look at her, she looks pregnant. Like she, you're constantly having to be in this like perfect form while you're being filmed with cameras and you're trying to make sure everything is right. And yeah, no, it's that's why I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I don't even want to be a porn star. Them bitches try too hard. I'd rather hoe all day. I, I make twice as much money and nobody it. sees it. I, I became independent. <laughs> yeah. I can do them shoes. For sure. Too many people. Totally agree with you. And it's too methodical. It's like, at least with the content, it, we can control the action. But even with that, if you take it serious, you got to think about angles. It's funny when I sit there and watch a dude move a girl hair with the on-camera hand, not the off-camera hand. I like, Yeah, they don't think about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of dealing with that recently with the, with the person because, like I said, it's just somebody I've been seeing. And uh, we, we did a whole upside down I'm like yeah and like it's very POV and yeah. uh he's like like pants to like and so you you have to like figure out you could literally just do a you could get fucked for a whole hour and not be able to use any of that content it's like oh yeah. Jesus Christ it was so again, oh, you know? me, like, yeah because, because <laughs> if you don't angle the camera right hold the camera at a certain height right you ain't yeah. catching nothing and you had some dumb motherfuckers yeah. don't realize don't use the zoom don't use Zoom manually, because Zoom. <laughs> I seen somebody did that shit. I said, "Lord have mercy." <laughs> yeah, it doesn't transition well. It does transition at but all? You know what? And this is the other thing too. I realized is, um, you. So there's so many platforms, right? And there's so many different rules per platform. It's like, yeah, not. It's like you could spend all day. I could literally lock in all day. And I'm editing and I have to post on each platform and I have to make each fucking video match per platform and their rules and they're this and I could still lose it because somebody decided to be an asshole. So it's like, and I've invested all this money into it and literally could wake up and it could all be gone tomorrow. And I have no, no, like, can you, that like, there's no job security in it. And, and people don't even, and they're like, oh, well, you're just getting fucked all day. It's like, bro, most of y'all came and fucked for more than 20 minutes. Let's be honest, because you guys have been booking me for years. You guys don't last more than 20 minutes. So kiss mm-hmm. my ass. You don't even know what it's like to be on set all fucking day. Even just modeling. Let's take it's the porn out It's a lot. Like, do you know how hard it is people. to fucking have your back 
in a position like this for 10 fucking minutes trying to breathe and keep a pretty face because you're going to call me ugly or a pig if I don't? Like, it is, it is, my body is broken down by the time I come off of it. It's like, it's like bathtub, massage, all that shit. Mm -hmm. you're, I'm in so much pain after even just a photo shoot. Just yeah. standing in high heels, stretched out in these positions for hours. It's so hard to it, Yes, females walking high, but you know how hard it is to squat in high heels? And you stay squatted for- Doing that cocoa? Pushing. Doing the cocoa? That's hard. I'm old school. I say cocoa. Or it was a little- Oh, so, so you know about the buffy then. You know about the buff. The got, right got the knees up here. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, those God. positions are hard. Even when you're just sitting there and you're just like, okay. okay right, I'm going to tell you like the position that all girls do, right? It, I call it the Buffy the Bod because she made it famous where she put her hands on her hips, legs, shoulder width, keep her feet forward, and she turned her body to where she's looking back like this. And you got three yeah, ass, chest, face. Yeah. yeah. You know how hard it is yeah. for a girl to hold that for 10 shots? Because I got to hit 10 shots as a photographer from different Yeah, it's kind of breathe out. And then you do all that, and now I got to go get fucked. It's like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ, that's a long day. That's a long day. Yeah, that's a long day. You know what I'm saying? Especially I mean, if you're also doing We got to do pretty girl pictures. We got to do the actual, the BJ still. Yeah. That's what we used to do. Then we shoot the scene. And it's like not even fun. I'm not, you're not really even enjoying it at that point. You're just like, okay, let's get the scene. Let me get into it. It's just pure acting at that point. So it's like, yeah. then especially if you're, if you're, if you're working with somebody you're dating, cause it's like, okay, we did that. But now you still got to go have personal sex to like keep the relationship alive. You know? So it's like, it's, it's taxing. Yeah. You know, period. So that's why I say it's, it's, it's a mental, it's a physical prep. It's, it's all, Absolutely. you know, period. It, people do get injured on set. Believe it or not, we are and, athletes. And, and out, outside of being mental prep on set, not not everybody's family is as accepting. Not everyone's community is as, is as accepting. Um, and even though there's a lot of strong people in this industry, I am so blessed beyond belief that I've been able to be so honest about my life to the people around me that yeah. I could just totally live in my own truth and like not give a fuck because my family fucks with me. Um, I couldn't imagine waking up being some of these girls and their families are like, you can never come home. Yeah. Or do you understand like just dealing with that type of stress and on level? Yeah. And just and and or if you if you've ever dealt with uh like drug addictions, that's an illness in its mm -hmm. own. And you're constantly trying to go on set to get your bag or you're trying to collab with people and everyone's putting shit up their nose and drinking and you're dealing with your own. I know that there's a girl, um, I can't wait to have her on my show. So I don't want to drop her name yet, but there's she lives up in Canada. Mm -hmm. Um she's like, Man, I've I've been battling food addictions and like addiction addictions for so fucking long, and then I go to these sets and they got fucking bags of chips and pizza and cocaine and I'm just like, let me just do the thing. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Oh, nah, it, it, I done dealt with a girl that was pissy butt drunk doing the same. Oh my God, it was the worst. Yeah, and it's like, it now as a man, you gotta be careful because you're shooting with the bitch who just got drugged up and if she decides she wants to wake up and, and say you did some weird shit to her, who's to say, you know, like they're gonna take her side. It, yeah. the, every Everybody has their own shit they gotta deal with and people just need to be a lot nicer to each other and that's that's yeah, actually, yeah. because see, because even to the point like people don't realize if you do this work, 
you have to adjust your personal sex life, especially if you do porn, because of the testing. Absolutely. It's so and, different. And the whole line. You just can't see y'all civilians, y'all can go to the bar and take something home. No, 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 no. Even with me retired. No, you can't do that. No, because you could fuck up your money all week because you decide yeah. to take somebody home and she's done, she done sucked half the fucking neighborhood off this week. <laughs> And you thought it's just head, so you yeah. can let him suck your dick raw and not realize you can get chlamydia and gonorrhea that way, and you go take that shit back to sit. Yeah, your money, your money's fucked up, and now the industry's getting shut down for three weeks because there's a chlamydia outbreak because oh, you decide yeah. you want to go fuck some square. You know, like now people—that's why people just fuck inside their own industry. Yeah, actually, and they stay inside. Yeah, it's because it's because like I said, because that's why I say it's like I said, it points to what we do. So people can see the real, because a lot of times they go off of what they see on Twitter, what they see what these mm-hmm. girls do on Instagram, and they it's not that they go research what what how to make money in the industry or what to do with this industry. They just go off of what they see and they try to copycat it. Yeah, because they don't people realize. be in the copycat industry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a copycat world, right? Like the whole world. Like TikTok blew up because people were copying each other dancing, like. People just want to mimic what everyone else is doing, and there's no originality yeah, anymore. But it's, you know, I, there's good and bad to it all. Like I, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm contributing to the bullshit, but at the same time I'm profiting from it. So it's like, oh. yeah, I mean, it it, it you kind of can't help it, you know, because at the end of the day, it's you like, know what? Like the I look at it. It's like if a person listens to your podcast. And of course, you and your girl pull your tits out, but they come away educated about what we do. It's a win. Yeah. Especially for him, because he actually got educated and all his titties. Yeah, and to me, sometimes I, yeah, the, I love the educational part about it, but sometimes, like I said, for me, it's just giving that girl a moment where she could just be like, herself. Yo, yes. I, I could, man, man, Mama Rabbit, she done let me just. Let it like so many, so many people don't have what that family intimate, right? They don't have that mm-hmm. or uh, component. They don't have a mom they could go talk to because they just went on a fucking date and yeah. dude fucking did some cocaine and almost raped her and she's and you know and put a, a fucking was playing with a knife by her and she don't have nobody to go home to talk to because everyone abandoned her. Like mm-hmm. you know you can come you can come talk to Mama Rabbit. Cause I'm gonna be alright. Like I'm gonna tell you it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna tell you it's okay to call yeah, cops. I'm gonna tell you how to make sure that that doesn't happen again. How to screen somebody. How to be safe. And hey, guess what? They went through that too over there. Look, they went through it too. Yeah. It's okay. We're not gonna judge you. That's the point for me. Yeah. That's the point yeah. for me. For them to feel like they have a family. A safe even space. Uh, to talk. Yeah. Because to me, that that what it comes down to is that is not only spotlighting who she is. But actually spotlighting who she is, the woman behind the facade, Correct. you know, period. Because it's like, yeah, and, and you know what? And sometimes it's not even just sex industry. Like I've had people, I've had like poly couples on, I've had swingers on, I've had ball players on, I've had mm-hmm. people that just like they were just living their life, and these things have happened, and you know, you know, they figured out how to take something that was street mm-hmm. or considered like not normalized, and they took that and turned it into a business. And it, mm. it gives hope to people too. Like, oh, yeah. damn, that motherfucker used to just not mm. not you got fifty dollars to the name, you know, was, was struggling. It makes them realize that there's a little bit of hope at the end of the shit, you know. So yeah. that's just, no, I, 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 my favorite interviews has been the well the ones where I interview like two B creators, 
and stuff. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, to me, that's where I want to see porn head towards, to where. Yeah, they took that street shit corporate. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of like, even to the point that two lanes, you get people, I still understand why Point thought about it. I would do it if I I get the money, trust me, I'll do it. Where I have a movie where it's an R-rated side where it could be built on Tubi, and then you have the X-rated side that can be put everywhere else, you know, period. Because to me- Like the uncut, the after dark version? Yeah, you feel me? Y'all remember that from back in the day, MTV, after dark? Yeah. What was that? That first video, yo, that first video, tip drill. That blew the internet up. That blew the world's mind. One of my homies, he had a video on After Dark. Um, my man Twip, it was called uh Ass Drop. I think I remember that song. That was kind of the start of it, though, wasn't it? I feel like that was the start of it. Yeah, I remember that song. Yeah. I feel like that was the, that was the start of sex industry becoming mainstream. Yeah, and where like the the entertainment and the entertainment and sex worlds were starting to collide. Like mm-hmm. people were like, ooh, it's not just porn. Like people in all industries are little freaky mm-hmm. motherfuckers, and they all want to yeah. watch this. <laughs> like you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Give that tip drill. Yes, he took took the credit card and swiped it down her ass. Everybody was doing it in the strip club after that. Everybody was doing it in the strip club after that. Come here, girl. (laughs) Yo, that shit blew people's minds. I mean, everyone used to sneak at night trying to watch it. I I, I, I miss them days. I swear to God, yes. And that when I was deep into the music, too, then. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, I was in the Mm -hmm. music. Well, I know you said you're the porn star rapper, right? Huh? So what? I said, yeah, you do music too, right? Yeah. You said porn star rapper, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Before I did porn, I was in the music industry. Uh, Been mentioning Source, been mentioning magazines. I done met some top people and performed in front of That's fire. And everything. Recently, actually this year, uh, got an award for being a hip-hop legend here in this city, in Durham, so, so Trying yeah. to get a little, a little pound? Yes. I'm trying to be like you, I'm trying to be like you. So, people, I done held this, this gorgeous lady up, I done held this gorgeous lady up for well over an hour, I hope we entertain y'all, and you know why I'm I know, he tells me, he tells me, uh, 30 minutes to an hour, I say, yeah, look, wait till we go down this hole. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Shit, we could have talked for two hours, but I was like, nah, nah. We, we, yeah, we're gonna bring actually, I do have dinner plans. I do. I do got. Yeah, a I, and she I over there in London too. She about to have fun. So, with that being said, can I call you a smoke buddy? Yeah, we smoke buddy. I, I, I really wish that I could have smoked. I'm just not in the right place for it. We got my house. I be. <laughs> see, see. So, which means you know what that means, people. She will be back here on the Smokers Lounge, and we're gonna bring yeah, her excite bunny the premium smoke room you know how it goes five premium podcasts three great tiers great perks for you you know what happens in the premium smoke room stays a premium smoke room the tits might pop out dildo might pop out the conversation get a little bit more saucier and more unpredictable and wilder so with that being said go over to excite bunny the link is in the description and subscribe. And for my subscribers on Spotify, we didn't forget about you. This will be, 
you know what I'm saying, the premium smoking episodes being audio. So because of that, because I still got subscribers on there, if you want to continue to subscribe or you want to subscribe anyway on Spotify, go ahead, $4.99 a month. There you go. So with that being said, baby girl, take them down the rabbit hole and tell them where they can find you, spend money on you, all that good stuff. Um, honestly, the easiest way is just to go to RileyRabbit.com and it's spelled R-Y-L-E-E, rabbit, just like a rabbit, um, .com. It has links to everything. If you go there, I got a private gallery. Um, I got links to my YouTube, my Patreon, my OnlyFans, all my social media, everything that you need is on there. You just That's my little hub where you start. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that I do that's one-on-one content, like private content with myself is going to be my OnlyFans. The Patreon mm-hmm. is going to be exclusive episodes for the show. So mm-hmm. just know that those are definitely different things. Patreon is for down the rabbit hole and OnlyFans is for Riley Rabbit. So yes, they're one of the same, but there's different businesses. So got to keep, got to keep my, my money lined up in the right spot. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can do custom videos and custom requests. You can talk to me. That's where I chat to, I chat with my fans. Um, that's one thing that I feel like is different in me as a content creator because I was an escort for so long. I understand the value of talking to people. And so I sit and chat with my fans more than I just send out pay-per-view videos. To me, it's more about the vibe. Um, and then Patreon, like I said, is going to be behind the scenes. All my photo shoots, um, all my traveling. When I go, I, I started a travel vlog as well. Yeah. Uh, that's when it's called That Wandering Rabbit. So I do a lot of like when I'm traveling to all these places, I just be a wild girl. So, so, so when are you going to do the live show? Because I, I smell a live show coming in your future. I know people keep asking me that. You know, I, to be honest, I guess I would be a little bit better at live than I assumed I would be. Sometimes I don't like live because I say wild ass shit. Yeah, so I need to be able to edit it out. I think, like, I think you would. I think, I think a live yeah, show. Yeah, I, I know I need need to um i really want to do a podcast tour soon and that's probably going to be next summer i would love to mm-hmm. team up with maybe like one or two other podcasts and hit a few cities and be able to interview people or maybe do like a sit-in where it's something like this where you could come in and watch me interview somebody live like that would be dope the um the rabbit hole studio is not quite that big yet it is it's enough you know it's enough for about five to ten people but it's not big enough to have like a whole audience so um goals Coming soon, hopefully coming soon. I really want to get uh do, do like I said a tour with a podcast bus and mm. just go around go around the United States. That's my goal for next year. So we shall see. We shall we see. Shall but see. right we're now, RonnieRabbit.com existed, so it's gonna happen. Well, I'm gonna give you a few psyched up because if I decide I don't want to go that route, you're gonna be like, What happened to the bus? And I'll be like, <laughs> Really like changed my mind because it changed my mind like it changed my drawers. So hey, it be like that sometimes. That business work. Yeah. So oh my goodness. So I enjoyed you really much. Enjoyed you and can't wait to bring her back, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, I'm, you know I'm how we end these. You know how we end these shows all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to him, Miss Rabbit. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to see you guys on my page and my podcast. And I can't actually not gonna have I gotta have you on my show next. So hey, I'm down. You let me know. I'm there. I'm there. Let's do it. Let's do it. We gotta have you in the rabbit hole. But thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Deuces, people.